This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah. I'll pay the off shopping with Jake and Tyler. That's right, everybody. Uh, Episode number 114. 114. That's right. I'm Jake. That's Tyler. In binary, that means I love you. I thought binary only has ones and zeros. Well, it would be one. How would you get the four? It would be one, 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 zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, zero. And that means I love you. I just heard this beautiful sound of everybody clicking off the podcast. (laughs) You fucking nerd! Nerd! (laughs) Nerd! You need to get that drop. Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds screaming nerds. You know what it is? You know, we shouldn't have a drop that says boring because it makes makes people think that they're listening to something boring. And then we have to sloppy. slice it up. Yeah, sloppy. It's sloppy. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, sh- well, show's over. All right, <laughs> later. Next week. Way to fuck that up, dude. Thanks, Stan. Uh, there goes our advertising. What? Yeah, like nobody's going to advertise for this show. We're only a minute and a half in. We've done 113 other episodes, and I we think, still haven't figured the formula I think, out. Uh, I think we've already swore at least like seven times. You fucking kidding? Shit. Oh, shit. Motherfucker. We actually got some news. Ooh. Some news items this week. I think You know what, though? I think what's going on is that I think what we are doing is that we get to a, we've gotten to a point now where we're like, listen, you're going to listen and love it, or you're going to not. Yeah. Okay? So this is for all the people who might kind of think they might kind of like the show. Within within a minute or two, you're gonna know if you like it or not because you're gonna hear about three f bombs. Oh wow! And if you're kind of into that, if you're not into if you're swearing, if you're into that, if you're not really into swearing, you're gonna be like, I don't think this is the one for me. I feel like they think that every episode. And probably. I'm fucking sorry about that. I ain't fucking. I apologize for absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm fucking wow. Conor McGregor. Ugh. Fucking pronouns. Yeah. Fucking. Je- Fucking gender ambiguity. Heal the fuck face. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the news. Ooh. Now that we have news, big news from Hollywood. From Hollywood, Dateline 2023. Tyler, it looks <clears throat> like there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Thank the fucking Lord. Yeah. So. Don't get me wrong. I've been loving doing all the old bits. I do too. I think we should still have them. We, we can still have them occasionally. Because it's not like everything's going to be like, here's 18 things that we just held Well, yeah, they still got to produce them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which is interesting because with the writer's strike, we get this closed. Then Deadpool 3, they can actually improvise. Because he was not allowed to improvise with the, on a writer's strike. Yes. But the actors are still on strike. Ah. And I think they won't do anything until WGA gets this deal finalized. They're just gonna because I think they they strike in solidarity. They striked in solidarity, and I think they'll they will have something in place as well, ready to go. Because I think finally these studios are realizing this strike hurt them, and like you and I said, they're not gonna win this battle because we've said it ad nauseum on this show. A robot cannot write human stories. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna work. You cannot machine learn human emotion. You can't even look. Have I used like jet, uh, Chat GPT and like AI in that form? Yes, I have not used any AI art, but I 
like occasionally would use chat GPT as like an idea starter to help me with like, okay, this is kind of, okay, that's a good idea. Cause you know, sometimes you get things from it. Like it's just, I use it as a tool to help me get the ground rolling on my, what I want to do. You know what I mean? What I want to write. Yeah. And I think that's what it's used for. I don't think you could actually use AI. I don't want to say that, but how they were trying to use it, it just wouldn't work. It just, Look, and the whole idea of scanning a person, an extra, paying them once, and then using their likeness forever. It's fucked up. Yeah. Well, that, it was, I mean, the reason why the actors are on strike is because they're like, wait a second, I die, and then you think you can use my likeness after we I'm dead? We have to stop with that shit. That's bullshit. And we, you know what else we need to do? We need to stop fucking de-aging shit. Yes. All right, look, if you, Star Wars is the worst offender of this shit. Move on. These people are older. It's just not going to work. Move on. Or get younger actors. Or get younger actors. That look like them. <laughs> the fuck? What's wrong with you? They've done that sometimes, too. But, like, even that, I don't like deep fakes. I don't like it because... I don't. I don't think it. it I don't think they're going to make technology strong enough for me not to know that that's not really the person there. Like your brain will figure that out. God the forbid. The uncanny valley exists God in your brain. God forbid if 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 somebody figures out how to cross that uncanny valley. I just don't think human beings would. Human beings. I, the, I, the way our brains are wired, we are meant to always have a guard up in some way. I think you're right, but so we're, I do think that with the way technology has just been advancing so quickly. I, Dude, believe me. Some of the like w- scary <laughs> shit, man. If that if that ever if they ever somehow cross the Uncanny Valley, holy Tyler, look out. Tyler, I think I think we are seeing an acceleration in technology. Mm-hmm. I just got a new TV, 4K TV. I hooked up my PS5. Holy fucking shit. The things we can do with this these these video game consoles now and and the and, computers and, and we have in our hand. The and, computers and, we have in our hand. The little supercomputer in my literal pocket. Literal super fucking computer. Yeah. Now, here, so anyway, if you Okay. Finish yeah. Your well, we it is, we are talking about AI because it's it's tied into the WGA strike, which looks like it's coming close to an end. So the union and studios that that would be AMPTP, that's the American Motion Picture Dickheads. I don't know what the TP is. Punks. Uh, but it's essentially like Warner Turds Brothers, Disney, all the big studios. Uh, looks like they're nearing a deal. The union has two votes to make, and the strike will be over. Um, SAG after still on strike, and now also I need to look this up. The video game union could be going on strike, which not, which is huge too. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna look that up real quick. The name of that, but so yeah, it looks like we finally see some light at the end of the well, tunnel. Um, what I was kind of gonna say a little bit is that you know I, I read this book once, and it it takes human uh, evolution from like the first appearance of Homo sapiens that we know of until now, right? And it basically, it says, okay, from the moment that we first appeared until we started using agriculture, right? Which is a huge technological advancement for those people. Yeah. Okay, that was like, what, 5,000 years or something like that, right? Yeah. Okay. They they say that basically, if, if based on all of the other leaps in in technology technology that we that we as a species have made and we're talking about like from the wheel to like tools from tools to agriculture you know what i mean like that shit we should still be fucking like nomadic peoples yeah we should not be able to go to the fucking moon right now like there's something wrong like something changed in the last 150 years 
that has accelerated us beyond our capability to understand what we're doing. Okay, you know, we're humanity making, is fucked now we because keep, we keep, money is being made by all this shit, and nobody is thinking about should we be doing this. You're going to pull a Jurassic about, Park on us? We're just thinking about, can we do this? But it's, I, I'm serious. No, but I'm ter- truly frightened. Say what you will about Jurassic Park, but there is something to that theme of that movie. And, and the thing of like... Fucking with nature, We're going to kill ourselves because of, of our scientific advancements. On one hand, it's great that our brains can work this way and find, figure out this science and do all this shit. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, hey guys... Now we're dead. We don't need to fucking bring, in that movie, we don't need to bring back dinosaurs. But in this case, we don't need AI writing movies. We don't need AI creating art. Human being, can we just fucking have this? Uh, it's yeah. like corporations and- Have everything and, else. Yes. All these big ass can companies- Can you leave our dreams to us? All of these companies have everything else. Can we just have art? That's all we want. We just want people to get paid. We want people to have a living wage. And I know- you're going to, you know, there's people out there that are... I know you're going to bitch about it. No, there's people that are anti-union, that are anti-against this strike. And a lot of the times, it's like, do you realize you're siding with a company where, as we've said it a million times, a CEO, despite record, you know, profits, has to cut off 1,100 employees. So that he can still where get paid. Where you have the, the fucking... She. You had the fucking head of General Motors on TV during the auto worker strike, and... Asked a question about, wait a minute, if 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 your salary raises based on performance, shouldn't the workers that are doing the work in the plants on the on the assembly lines, all this, shouldn't they make more money because they're making you more money? And she couldn't answer that properly. And then you got Chris Farley's brother uh, for fucking Ford who can't answer the question either. Who's like, but these people need to understand. We have to live our lives. We got to pay these things too. And it's like, motherfucker, you make millions. This is the problem. People shouldn't have that much money. No. Because you th- you really do think you you're better than your everybody humanity. else. Yes. And you think you deserve something. Like, and this is a historic thing. If this, stri- if this works and it finally closes this deal, this is historic. Because, again, just like all of these strikes that you keep seeing showing up, we're finally learning we control things. Yes. Not the CEOs. Yes. We do. Yes. And they need to understand that. Yeah. And we're finally seeing that. Hey, listen, um, let me just make one clear, th- one thing clear to you anti-union idiots out there. Uh, none of our listeners are like that, but play this for your like grandpa or dad. Um, let me just make one thing clear to you. If your job could, they would make you work until you dropped dead or passed out. Then you probably wouldn't even be able to go home. Actually, they would just lock you up in a basement. If they could, I'm I'm serious. Oh, and Jake, know. you know this. I know. If they could lock you up in a basement and make you do your work down there and never leave and not even pay you, hey, we're giving you room and board. They would. Do you remember? Re- so, did you ever read the Jungle? You like your weekends and your breaks and shit. You like all that shit. Your your lunch no, hour. Eric and all July that? will tell you that. Do you Henry, like those things? Eric July will tell you that Henry did, Ford did it first. Did, did did you like those things? Because fucking unions hey, got those for you. Did you not hear what I said? No. Mister Ripaverse himself told me in a video that he made that Henry Ford preempted unions. With his workers' benefits and workers' Eric rights. July's a fucking moron. He didn't have anything Please cited. Please drop that for a rip that for a drop because we need <laughs> to play a cleaner that a one. Lot. What? Get a cleaner one, right? What here. do you mean? Of you just saying that. Eric July is a fucking moron. Boom. And I'll put the boom in there too. <laughs> no, he is. He's no, a fucking idiot. Look, I, 
He's a shill, and he's getting paid to say what he says. He has no opinions of his own. I want to be very clear. Not all unions are perfect. No. In fact, unions can be really bad. Unions do Mobsters. Unions have mafia ties. We're not pretending that doesn't. Have you seen Casino? Hoffa? Casino is all you need to know about unions and mob ties. You know what I mean? Do you think he's buried under Giant Stadium? No, they they know he isn't. Because A, it got torn down, and they didn't find anything. That's what they want you to think. B, there was a <laughs> suspicious bulge or whatever, and da 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 da. And In Jim, <laughs> Jim Fo- uh, towards one of the end zones, and Jim Fossil, the coach at the time, actually took like MythBusters down there to fucking with a with a thing. Oh, this is your shoe. I thought there was your foot. Uh, with a thing and uh, like a metal or whatever, they they went down and they dug it up or they used sonar or whatever. But there's nothing there. Um, Jimmy Hoffa is dead. The mob killed him. Where is he buried? <laughs> doesn't matter. That's you applauding Jimmy Hoffa's death. No, I'm not applauding. I'm just saying whatever. I mean, he's gone. Move on. But nobody will place. Yippee-ki-yay. Damn it. Mr. Falcon. Just, just Mr. Said Falcon. Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. Um, no, this is really good. <laughs> and that, Jesus. <coughs> right into the microphone. <laughs> also, I want to clear something up with the video games. So, what I read on that, too. So, it's within reason to think SAG-AFTRA is going to come to a deal, too. Um, but what they did is they voted uh, 98% saying that its members voted to go on strike against video game companies if on negoci- ongoing negotiations are not successful. Uh. So they're, they're gonna, they had talks today. I don't think there's anything that come out of it yet. But, they again, so essentially what I'm saying is, yeah, if this keeps going, then they're going to they're gonna strike Activision and EA, all the big video game companies, Microsoft, Sony, all of them, which, good. Good for them. Get your money. Make make your fucking money and get what you deserve. That's, that's really what it boils down to. And these fucking companies have it. You know how I know Sony has the money to pay you with their, with their studios? Because that big white Goliath... You Wi-Fi server-looking PlayStation Five. They sold millions of those units at five hundred dollars a piece. They got money. You know how much it costs. You know what to else they it? own? You know how much it you costs know what else to make they it? Own? Fifty bucks. Sony also owns the Spider-Man IP, so they're pretty all right, and they can afford. You know what I mean? Disney owns fucking everything. They can afford to give these people money. Anyway, it's it's me. Are we going to talk about the uh, fantasy football league that me and you and why? Pissed. That's why I lost to you. But it's all good. It's all good. Three and zero, baby. Whatever. Two and one. It's all right. Actually, I I won of the three leagues that I'm in. I won two, so I'm all right. I was five and three this week. Six and two. Eight last leagues week. used psychopath. Six and two last week, and four and four week one. You're clinically insane. So I have. I'm not winless in any of them. However, I am one and two and two of them. I am three and zero oh and only one. Can you guess which one? I don't. Which one? <laughs> tell me. Tell the listeners. Well, we were both unbeaten before this weekend, and I beat you. So, <laughs> <laughs> are we? What? What's next up? Sloppy. Yep. That was my play, and you're over here like. Ooh, yeah! Ooh, yeah! This, okay, you know, I, I, I wanted to say <laughs> I'm something. Just gonna start talking. I wanted to say something. Um. Don't so, make me do it. You know, 
I've, I've been really, really good at fantasy football the last like, <laughs> three or four years. Like, really, really good. And it's because I put the work in. It's because I do, you know, I, I put the work in. I do the research. I, 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 I look up, you know, I'm, I'm smart about that shit, right? But it's mostly luck. Let's be honest. Most of fantasy football and being successful in it is luck. So I just want to tell all of my friends who are married and have kids and whatever, you want to trade? You can be really good at fantasy football and I'll be lucky at love. Thanks. That's really sad, isn't it? You're just like, what the fuck? I don't want to be good at fantasy football. I want to be good with the babes. Just saying. What? All right, so we are going to talk about a movie. I give it up in a heartbeat, man. That I just saw. In a heartbeat. That Tyler hasn't. I want to give my thoughts on it, but I'll be vague. Won't spoil anything. I want to Thanks talk- a lot. Wow. I want to talk about movies together. We don't have to do everything together, Tyler. It's bad enough that we 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 bathe together. All right. Well, not for a long time. Just to get each other's backs. It's fine. <laughs> well, who else is gonna scrub my back? Come on. Um. So, I watched. Uh, just came in on Paramount Plus. Just watched TMNT Mutant Mayhem. Um. So I just again I'm going to talk about this as vaguely as possible. I really enjoyed it. I think that it it does a really good job of establishing its style and just going with it right away. And I think it's it, the the art style is so well done. And you know some people will say it's reminiscent of Spy- the Spider Verse movies. I think it is to a certain degree, but the way that they use lighting. And the way they use 3D models, it kind of almost looks at times like a diorama sometimes, or, or like a three-dimensional diorama. Sometimes even with the lighting in the green, it almost looks like clay at times. And it's just, it's cool how they really, like, and we're seeing this renaissance of animation of these studios finally, like these bigger studios, taking chances on their IP, established IP, but delivering it in a new way. And I think this movie does a really good job of, being distinctly turtles, but also being its own iteration of it, because and that's what's so cool about the, the Ninja Turtles in my mind is just how many versions of TMNT exist. There's the '80s comics, there's the '90s movies, there's the early 2000s TV show, and and all in between that, all the video games. Like you know, I've talked about the Cowabunga collection, all that. Mm-hmm. But to see like every generation get their version of it is kind of cool. Although I do apologize to like older Gen Zers who got the Michael Bay ones, I feel bad for you guys because those never saw them. They're not, they're so mediocre. I do not want they're to not see even, them. dude. They're not even bad. They're just forgettable. You know what's disappointing? I don't remember anything from those movies. What's disappointing is right before that, um, <clears throat> Lego had the IP for teen for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They made some really cool sets, like yeah. really kick ass fucking sets. I have a bunch of uh, Teenage Mutant Tur- Ninja Turtles Legos. I got a fucking Krang minifigure, dude. That's cool, right? Yeah. But then, like, right uh, when they when Michael Bay started doing his those really shitty ones, they took or their contract ran out and they went with like Mega Blocks or something, yeah. which sucks because it's like, man, I would love to have some more Ninja <laughs> Turtle Legos. Well, and this movie, it's definitely more comedic, but. Again, at the same time, it's like I don't mind that because it's, we're also talking about literally mutant turtles fighting other mutant animals. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's funny because, like, the first shot and, like, the soundtrack is fucking banging in this movie. That's another thing, too. 
I'm going to draw comparisons to Spider-Verse because I think it's that good. That's how much I enjoy Mutant Mayhem. I think it's a very quality animated movie. It's very reminiscent of Spider-Verse, but it's also its own distinct thing. And I think a lot of that is just the the, the blend of like 90s, 2000s hip-hop with original score. And they have... <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, but they have a certain song that's not the original version. It's a cover, and it's fucking hilarious, and it works perfectly for the scene, and it works for the humor. And I think a lot of the, the kids are great. Who would have thought we should, you know, this movie about teenage, we should get teenagers to do it because they'll sound like teenagers and talk like teenagers. What? Whoa! Some of it is like okay, whatever, but it's like I'm also not a teenage kid, so that dialogue, I'm just like, what are we yeah, talking teenagers about? Teenagers are stupid. But they did a lot <laughs> of the, but a lot of the recording, they did most of it together, as much as they could. Well, that's why, and they improvised a lot of shit. Yeah, and that's what like this, some of the best animated movies or shows they will, if they can, they will have the cast in studio. You're just you're just gonna have that natural chemistry. In a in a in a booth, and I think it's it's a good movie. I think I really really enjoyed it. I thought I was going I was going in with good expectations, high expectations. Like I expected to enjoy it, and I came out really really liking it. I think a lot of it is the soundtrack. The action's good. Like it's never you're never sometimes you know it. it I know how hard it is. Like just based on hearing these stories of how it took four years to make that Spider Society scene for Spider Verse, like I know that this shit takes a lot to do and animate, and yeah. just how good the action is in this, I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Whenever you can really nail action, it's really good. Like, yeah. and it does a really good job of still understanding its tone. It never loses its tone. Like, and and then one of the first uh, set pieces of them actually fighting. It's in a chop shop, and they, it's just it's just funny because it's literally them fucking up, but still beating up the bad guys and learning how to do this. And they're like, "Yeah, we totally planned that." You know, it's just they're again they're kids. It's fun. I like April in it. Um, the ending was interesting. They took some chances with Splinter. I think they kind of changed him up. But let me be honest with you. There's no good way to make a sensei rat not sound ridiculous, even in TMNT. Because in the movie, it's just a, it's just a rat watching Bruce Lee movies. Remember that? Yeah. In the cartoon, he was actually like a kung fu master that got that became mu- a rat. Yeah, mutated into a rat, yeah. like Bebop yeah. and yeah. Rocksteady. Yeah. This the, he's a mutant rat. But they do it a little differently, and yeah, it, don't I, tell me. I think it works. I think it works for me. It's Whatever. funny, but I understand if people wouldn't like it. Also, there's a lot of names in this movie that don't. It's like surprising because some of these characters don't really get a lot of voice lines. Paul Rudd's fucking funny in this movie. Who is he? He's Mondo Gecko. <laughs> he talks like this, dude. All right, it's great. I great. I recommend it. I give it four turtles. Does Usagi Yojimbo show up? No. No, I'm sorry. Well, I don't care. Superfly's in it. Super Superfly's the kind of like the main bad guy. Ice Cube's fucking great in this too. Ice Cube's great as Superfly. What? You just you want me to finish the segment? Yeah. Four turtle shells out of five. <laughs> You're just waiting for that one. Yes, I oh was. My God. I wrote this one last night. <laughs> I wrote it down. I said I need that. 
She said, you know, I got what I paid for. And I said, get out. She said, no. She said, no. One more bit of news, and then we'll get to Mighty Orbots. Martin Scorsese. That motherfucker can't keep his mouth shut. So... He He's was, got a new big old movie coming out too. What the fuck? No, that's why. Because it's the Killers of the Flower Moon. I think it was this Whatever. movie's called. Whatever. I didn't watch The Irishman. That movie, I didn't either. I sh- I've been. Uh, it's three and a half hours, man. But then look, I'm a hypocrite because I'll say that, but then I'll binge watch a, a show that, yeah. like a show that I'll be talking about later in our long box. But anyway, he's got a new movie coming out, and as you know. But when the last time he had a movie coming out, The Irishman, he said that Marvel movies and superhero movies mm. were just theme park rides. They're not movies. Got a lot of headlines. So I think Marty Scorsese being the Scorsese Scorsese being the smart director that he is, he says, you know what, motherfucker? I hope somebody asks me about Marvel movies again and I'll make another comment about it because he knows he's going to get headlines. And let's be honest, and a friend of mine tweeted this at me. Thanks, Sparks. I'm using this. Uh, auteurs tend to usually have their heads up their own asses because they believe their own bullshit. Well, yeah. They've been told by so many people how great they are. And I'm, look, I'm not saying. I can't uh, wait till I get to that part, that version of. I can't wait till I get to that segment of my I'm life. I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with Scorsese, by the way. I think a lot of these movies are theme park rides because that's what comic books are. Right. So. But I'll also but say this. not movies? Fuck you, dude. That doesn't change my opinion how I feel about them. I don't give a shit if Martin Scorsese likes it or not. Yeah. I like it. I like Martin Scorsese movies. But I just want to read you this quote because I think it's funny because I'm just, the only reason we're talking about this and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because he clearly did it to get headlines for his movie. I'm going to flip it to sports. It's just like when anybody is going to play the University of Colorado because Deion Sanders is the head football coach. They are going to say something about Dion because he gets so much attention. These Marvel movies, superhero movies, get so much attention, so Martin Scorsese has to say some shit to get headlines. Yep. That's, all, that's all he's doing. Yeah. This is what Marty said. Quote, it's almost like AI making a film. <laughs> that's the best Martin Scorsese I could do. Uh, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you don't have incredible directors and special effects people doing beautiful art. But what does it mean? What will these films give you? Brother, I, I grew up reading comic books. It gives me a giant chubby. What I the fuck? Cried like a baby at that final fight scene in Avengers Endgame because I never thought that that little kid that played with these action figures got would ever get to see anything like that on a big screen. Yeah, dude. So that's what I got from it, you bastard. <laughs> look, man. Look, look. Green Lantern and uh, <clears throat> it's, it's all subjective, man. It's so stupid. Green Lantern and Daredevil are arguably two of the worst um, out of all the superhero movies. They're just not compared to all the other ones. Yeah, we've I love talked that. about this. Yep, we a Daredevil d- yep, movie shit, yep, but it's we've, yep, we've talked special about place smart. We've talked about it. No, we haven't. Yes, we have on air. <sighs> what? The point is, the ago. point is, is that I watched. I, I went to the theater for both of those, and I loved them because it was fucking Daredevil on the screen, and it was fucking Green Lantern on the screen. Now, Marty, I know that you grew up... I don't know, dude. I guess you didn't have a normal childhood, and that's why you're so great at movies. I don't know. Whatever, dude. I don't really care. <laughs> I really fucking don't. It sounds like you had a boring childhood. And it sounds like... Hmm. Let me think. Oh, that's right. 
when the 60s were happening and the Marvel thing was rolling, starting to roll, you were already a coked out fucking young uh, hotshot director in Hollywood. So it stands to reason that you would never be pleased with something fun like comic books because you're just trying to get over the trauma of your addiction to cocaine. That's cool, Marty. Keep making your movies. Shut the fuck up about mine, man. Thank you. Great. Now they're going to say we're a bunch of liars and we care what he thinks. Good job. I don't care what he thinks, but go ahead and say what you want. Just look, man, I'm going to still love these movies. I'm going to still love your movies, but... I just It's just like... I'm, you, we, we, what's that period piece he did that has nothing to do with violence or mobsters or anything? What the fuck is it? I don't even know. Days of Remembrance or some shit? Didn't he do like a Rolling Stones road movie too? I don't know. Uh, the band. I don't give a fuck about that, okay? The band is for fucking shitheads who don't really like music. I don't want to hear about that shit. Load off, Benny. You know what? If, if, you, if you play that song for me in front of me, I will jump out of a fucking moving car. I swear to fucking Christ. I don't want to hear the band. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear how the band, the movie, is like the greatest rock and roll. <laughs> fuck you, Marty. Okay, just fuck you, dude. I'm never going to watch any of that movie. You know what else? What is the movie? Why aren't you I'll looking this up? Look up the movie where he did the period care. piece. I don't care. And it has nothing to do with like nobody shooting anything it's a bunch of uh, dudes in europe and and dudes and ladies in europe like having like a thing or i don't give a shit a garden party whatever nobody cares you want to know why marty because you make movies that are that are just in your face and intense right and and that's why i'm never going to watch that movie you want to know why because you go silence age of innocence yes Age of Innocence. Yes. Read the synopsis for us. Is that 1993? Yeah, read the synopsis for us. These are best historical films (laughs) ranked thanks to Collider.com. So Hugo has nothing to do with Marty. Why did you just... uh... He he directed that movie. No, he did not. In spirit. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What about The Last Temptation of Christ? That was not him either. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, dude. Cundun? I'm never going to see that one because I don't give a shit about... Whatever. Whatever, Marty. Just do your thing. I don't give a shit. Is it Cundun? Sure. The historical biopic Cundun tells the story of 14th Dalai Lama from infancy into adulthood. I don't know. No, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. Anyway. No, it was Age of Innocence. But I'm never going to watch that movie because I don't give a shit. Tyler, you seem more of a... You got more reaction out of this than me. Well, no, I'm just... I'm. It's just silly to say, like, how can you take something... He's saying shit to get clicks and to get and whatever, and that's fine. Because he's an artist. He knows how to make you're. But he's harming himself in my eyes. Listen, listen. He's an artist, but he... he, So he understands this shit's subjective. He I'm, understands that you could take anything for any movie. I'm absolutely aware of the fact that he may or may not believe what he's saying, and he's just trying to get blah blah blah. However, an asshole like Marty Scorsese <laughs> believes what he says, <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine that he doesn't. Did like I just s- say that? <laughs> it's fine that he doesn't like an superhero. Asshole movies. like Marty Scorsese. Yeah, that's right. Like I know him. Like a he's a gaping dude. asshole. Like, like we play chess <laughs> together every Thursday. Yeah, Marty's a dick. Fuck Marty. <laughs> Fucking cheats. Hey, hey. Casino is just the no, same no, movie no. as Goodfellas, I'll be you sit- bastard. I'll be sitting there, uh, and he's about ready to make his move, and he goes, hey, is that Bobby De Niro? And I'm like, what? And he's like... <laughs> he runs away like that? No, he just he moves all the pieces. <laughs> hey, something's wrong with the board. I don't know, Danny. 
Your turn. You're saying he would cheat at chess or he, checkers? God damn it. Are you fucking serious? Like, you just ripped the fucking bit apart. It's not even a bit anymore. <laughs> I'm That's, sorry. You know what you are? You're the guy who comes no, out. You're the guy I was who comes trying to save the bad joke. The mi- That's what I was doing. Well, you didn't let the joke play. No, you're the guy who comes out in the middle of the final battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan (laughs) in Star Wars and goes, hey, those are just sticks. And all the kids in the audience are like, boo, fuck you. How? 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 you got to stop. I'm going to stay in this loop. How, Tyler? Let's just go on. Well, let's go. Let's do... What's your other jokes, man? I don't know. I let you do a Marty Scorsese, and all of a sudden I do. You're like, no, it's not good. I don't, I don't like your humor. <laughs> We're salty. We had chili for dinner. <laughs> the Alex Jones defense? I'm sorry I got worked up and had some chili earlier. No, we're salty. That chili's gonna. There's saltiness going on. That's in this what the episode. chili says to me. This episode is all right. Salty. This episode is sponsored by Sloppy. Sloppy. This episode is sponsored by Morton Salt. Salty as fuck since 19. We're gonna go watch some Mighty Orbots because we have to review that. Salty as fuck. That's their logo. Did you know that? Morton Salt. Salty as fuck since 1939. That's not what it says. Yeah, it is. You know that you you can put Franks on. Put that shit on anything. What? We're gonna go watch Mighty Orbots. I think you're talking about Franks like hey, like hot dogs. And I'm like, I'm not going to put hot dogs on everything. Frank's That's hot fuck- sauce. Right, but I thought you would oh, just slap a hot dog. Thought- oh, what a nice truffle. Have you ever heard of hot dogs being called Frankfurters? Franks? Franks and beans? You ever seen? Stick around. Something about Mary? All right. Let's talk about Mighty Orbots, Tyler. More like Buckfired. Okay. Gary Owens. Uh, oh, I forgot. <clears throat> is the um, uh, narrator yeah. of this. Uh, I forgot about that. Uh, I haven't so seen it in a long... Like, what so, is Mighty so when I was a kid, um, on Saturday mornings, there was this cartoon called Mighty Orbots, and it's very much in the vein of Voltron, That those types of, um, you know, like the combiners from the Transformers, like the Constructicons and, and the, you know, all the shit. Um, and the Predacons, all that, all those things. Um, but... The thing about it uh, is that I, there was something about this cartoon that always just was not was it was just not like other cartoons, and I think you saw a little bit of that. There's there's maybe it's just my my you know thinking from when I was a kid, and I wasn't like you know, I was like seven or eight or something like that. But there was something about it that was like I don't know why, but like I'm you know there's adult themes kind of sprinkled through here. A little bit yeah. that I'm not getting, and at the time I knew I've seen them since, and it's like wow, that's kind of fucked up that that was on Saturday morning. Um, <clears throat> but it's really more just like I mean, to be really honest, if you're if, if if you try hard enough, you can see you can see shit in anything. Really, let's be honest about that. But you yeah. can't deny that there are a couple of times where you're like, whoa, what is this kind of weird vibe going on between these robots? But um, I just, the animation to me was always good. The fucking opening sequence is awesome. Like, go, Maddie, oh, Bats. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, animation's pretty good. And it just, it was just one of those cartoons. Also, never made toys for that. Really? 
This was not a cartoon that was a 30-minute toy commercial. It was a cartoon for to, for cartoon's sake. Weird. Which was another reason why I like it so much is because it never... It, it wasn't a cartoon that was made to sell the toys that were already made. Because that's what G.I. Joe and Transformers were. Although, albeit... Oh, excellent. Shit, that's, that's they were excellently done. Was. I mean... Right. That's what Street Sharks was. It was Teenage a cartoon Ninja to Turtles. sell a, yep. a, a, a TMNT knockoff. Yeah. So, yeah... It, that is surprising. It's pretty common at the time. I'm sure there's been some sort. It, it's it's a cult classic for a reason. Like if you've heard of it, it's, I've never heard of it. It's weird until if you, you mentioned it's it. weird if you've heard of it. Honestly, if you haven't heard of it, it's not that weird. Because it's it was on. Ah, I can't remember what channel it was on when I was a kid. But um, so again, we, I think watched, it was just one uh, one episode. We watched or the, one season. Yeah. The VHS cut of the Dremlocks. Dremlocks. Which again still blows my mind that back in the day, you know, because that's the only technology we had. But we would have like just videos of like an episode or two of a TV show, just on a random video that you could rent. You ever notice too that the uh, those ones like weighed less than like the movies? No, I always did. The TV shows, like the one, like I never Pride th- of the X Men, for a great example. It had one show on it. Yeah. So there was the not a lot of tape really on sp- it. I was there say was the not tape a lot of t- right. But then, like a movie, like you know, and then oh, the worst, the worst was the two two VHS. The movie's so long, you have to fucking uh, take the one Titanic. out. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never heard of this show yeah. until you brought it up. I will say, like, it's weird because I like doing these retro reviews because you also have to kind of look at it on a scale, on a curve, because you have to think of when it was made. Yeah, and. I mean, what was this, like, early 80s? When was this? it got to be, like, 81, 82. I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, go but, ahead. But you can definitely see it's an earlier uh, era of animation in the West. And right. But it was clearly very much like what you talked about with, like, those anime-inspired shows. And that's what it reminded me a lot of. Clearly inspired by Voltron. Have you ever yeah. watched the Voltron I've cartoon? I've never actually watched Voltron, So I've watched I it, it before. And Voltron, the Voltron cartoon I is, had Power Rangers growing up. I was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The the Voltron car- car- uh, cartoons um, are very much in the vein of of, of anime movies. Um, those kind of you know like uh, okay, Speed Racer is a perfect example. Like uh, somebody spoofs Speed Racer and it's somebody talking really fast and then they go uh huh, yeah, you know like that right? And and that's Voltron's like that. So the cartoon uh, is very much in that vein. The original series aired. Uh, from September 8th through the December 15th of 1984. And what channel was it on, does it say? Uh, ABC. It huh, okay. But, again, it does. It definitely feels like an early 80s cartoon. It feels like... and uh, like You could tell this was around the time when Transformers was popping. We had the Transformers movie mm. that year. Like Again, I wasn't around when this happened, mm-hmm. but... So this is you know, weird, just weird, weird thing is like uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so Ghostbusters came out. Will you look that up real quick? I'm gonna talk. I'm pretty. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, because guarantee Jedi it. came out in '83. Let me see. Let me see. I guarantee it though. Ghostbusters 1984. Baby. So we moved to we moved to Iowa in, in the summer of 1984. The first day we got there, my dad and my brother and I went and saw Ghostbusters. And that year is 84. So that fall, that would have been... June 84. So that would have been the fall... That would have been the first time that we would have had ABC because when we were growing up in North Dakota, 
there was no ABC affiliate in Bismarck. Huh. So if you wanted ABC programming, you had to have cable. Weird. So we only got CBS and NBC when I, and PBS when I was growing up. Uh, the only time that I saw cable, I did see MemTV uh, when it first aired. Yeah. Because uh, my friend had cable, and they were like, "Hey, there's this thing, whatever." Did you watch the real Ghostbusters cartoon? I did. I also watched the other Extreme one. I had, I had, court, I, had uh, I had toys of all of them. You never watched the Ghostbusters cartoon. I had toys of both of them. Um, but uh, eighty four. Um, see, my recollection of this show is not Iowa. My recollection of the show is North Dakota. So there's a great essay by uh, Chuck Klosterman. He's a, a rock journalist. And he's talking about how he is at this, he's talking about his memory of like his first dance and his first kiss. Okay. And he was in junior high and he's at this thing and da da da. And they dance to this particular song and it's, it's, it's vivid in his memory. Right. But he knows two things for sure. The song came out this year, and the dance that he knows that it happened at happened this year. In other words, this song wasn't out. You see how your brain, when you're thinking about your childhood, kind of conflates things? Yeah. Like, he was conflating. He knows that part of that one part of that story is wrong. Either he was dancing to a different song, or he had his first kiss the summer after. Whatever, right? Yeah. That's the same thing here. Um, but we must have had it, um, we must have had it on our own, on our own TV at home. So, but yeah, it's one of my favorites, um, from when I was a kid, one of my, one of the cartoons that sticks out in my mind for sure. Next, next week we got to do the ALF cartoon. Cause that's not fucking, ALF. Dude, the ALF cartoon is him on Melmac when he's Gordon Shumway, dude. Like all the ALFs. <laughs> I'm serious. The cartoon is badass. Fuck ALF the TV show, dude. Can I say dude one more time? Dude? Dead. Dead. Uh, yeah, I think some of these shots are pretty cool. They hold up. Some of them, it's like, oof, yeah, it was made 84. But there are some like some shots that you can tell they spent a little bit more money on to make yeah. it look a little bit cooler. But it's an interesting concept because it's like you're kind of seeing what inspired it at the time and what it also would be somewhat inspiring later because – so essentially, there it's the Megazord as I would know it, because again, Power Rangers. So, it's a, but they looks like Optimus Prime, but mm. it's all these robots that join together, mm. and they fly through space, which is a cool concept. But what's even weirder is there's two human, there's like a human pilot, and then like an alien girl named Chrono, and so they fight the Shadow. Shadow Star. Which fl have these weird squid-looking spaceships. Kind of look like sperm. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's yeah. just such a bizarre show. Like, So these pe the, 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 uh, the Dremlocks mm -hmm. are pretty much like Ewoks. Ewoks, yeah. So With sh you know what? If the Ewoks started smoking weed and listening to the Grateful Dead, that's the fucking Dremlocks, dude. Wow. Yeah, for real. More like more, Dremlocks, more like Drem who gives a fuck. You know wow. what I'm saying? Bold words. <laughs> Back at 11. Uh, <laughs> Find out what the president had to say about that. Stick around. <laughs> That's a, it, you should always use that to throw to commercial. <laughs> hey, we're coming back. Stick around. This is the Arnold Show. <laughs> Don't change the channel. 
I will know if you did. Tonight we are talking about Mighty Orbots. Okay, let's. Come on. That sounded French. Come on. That devolved. Tonight we are talking about oh, Mighty Orbots. Oh, mm, eh. My French is horrifically stereotypical. And it sounds like I'm taking a shit. Wow. You know what? Fuck the French. Oh, I thought you said your. <laughs> wow. I thought you said your friend. And I'm like, your friend is stere- ter- terribly stereotypical. Okay. <clears throat> what? So. We're going to wrap it up. Right. But but uh, the bottom line is that uh, the dynamic to me also was interesting because. Sorry. Because these robots are, you know, Transformers. We we had Transformers at the yeah, time already. Yeah, but it looks like Optimus Prime. Yeah. But, but no, the Transformers were like, I mean, they had human, uh, you know, sp- Spike and... Uh, yeah, Wit Wiki, whatever. Um, but they were like little people, and then the robots were huge. This was different because they were all the same size. You know what I mean? Like the robots are the same size as the humans when yeah. they're not connected. Yeah. But then when they're connected, there's this gi- they're this gigantic fucking. Which, how did they get so big? Right. Hey, physics. Um, that they, that the two humans can fit inside comfortably with their yeah. spaceship around them. Yeah. Um, but the dynamic was weird because it, it's kind of like Rob is the leader and he runs. Them? Have you ever heard of uh, the Metal Men, DC? No. Okay, so uh, Dr. Magnus, uh, and then there's these five or six robots. There's mercury, gold, lead, tin, blah, whatever. I'll, I'll let you borrow the uh, thing I have. But it's the same kind of thing where the robots are autonomous to a, to a point. But Dr. Magnus literally can say, no, fuck you, and like, boop, press a button, and they do whatever he wants them to. This was kind of different, but it's kind of the same thing where, like, you feel like if Rob was like, no, I want to do this instead, that they'd be like, well, we got to do what you say. Yeah. You know, even though they're autonomous to a point. So um, It's a weird show. It's a fun show. If you get a chance, it's all on YouTube. Um, and, you know, you probably find better quality than what we found. <laughs> Whoops. Wow. We, I specifically wanted to watch the VHS cut. I liked because it even had the blue screen. It was the first and the tracking. Well, the first, the first, it was the first uh, episode that we saw that had a, a title instead of episode three, four, five, whatever have yeah. you. So that was cool. And then the R.I.P. VHS was like, well, we got to watch the VHS version so we can really get From into the it. The beta snip. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, it sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. Everything sounds like a sex thing. Okay, so. It's a long box. That's right. I love that one. Every time that happens, I'm like, am I having a flashback again? Am I? Having sex with him. (laughs) So, I will get. (laughs) You went first last week. Maybe. Play your cards right. Um, uh, So, I want to go first with a long box. Um,. I just finished watching the Netflix documentary series called Wrestlers. And so it follows OVW, which stands for Ohio Valley Wrestling. And it follows it for a summer because they're they're losing money and they're doing this big summer tour building up to their, like, mania type, WrestleMania type event called The Big One. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's the big one. Listen, so it's uh, OVW is an, from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, it's like a legendary brand because there was a time when uh, Jim Cornette was running it, and that was the developmental 
thing that built John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, like all the big Batista, all the big names. And um, so it always kind of been that developmental thing. Uh, gone through different leadership. Al Snow, former pro wrestler, takes it over. He can't do it all himself with the money and uh, making it work. So then he brings in two partners, and this is where the whole documentary gets interesting. One of them is, uh, I think his name is Green Greenberg, maybe. He becomes the mayor of Louisville after this, but he's running for mayor, and he's one of the co-owners. And the, the, the other owner's name is Matt Smith, who is a radio host for a local sports radio show that just makes a lot of money and owns part of this wrestling company and it's but he's like really passionate about wrestling and like he really likes these guys and it's such a weird thing because i want to do a full video on it maybe separate than this and do like an extended one because i really want to talk about it but it just really makes me realize just how much i love pro wrestling and i will never not have some sort of interest in it like, I don't watch it week to week because, my God, dude, if you were, like, super committed to it, there's a show on Monday. There's a show on Tuesday. There's a show on Wednesday. There's a show on Thursday. There's a show on Friday. There's a show on Saturday. If you really were committed to just watching everything pro wrestling, there's so much pro wrestling now. And it's it's just interesting because this it really does make you care about the wrestlers that do this. And it adds another appreciation for me because I have a cousin that's training to be a pro wrestler. And like, I would like, he's, he's been telling us about like the, the, the events that he's been doing and stuff. And like, you got to really fucking love that business to be in it. Like wrestling is some fucking hard work. Chew you up and spit you out. And people want to be like, you know, it's fake and all this other shit. It's like, motherfucker, get into the ring and do what those guys do. Okay. Yes. It's theater. Yes. It is predetermined and they have storylines and characters and all this other shit. That's what makes it fun. That's what makes pro, and this is what this documentary does. It does a great job of showing you what makes pro wrestling so fun. And Al Snow is really fucking funny because some terms in wrestling are hilarious, and the show does a really good job of describing what the the terms are because there's a lot of weird ones. And when you get a pop from the crowd, they call it pop in the crowd, getting the pop. Al Snow is like, well, the term is fully popping their cherry and he said you want to give them an emotional orgasm and I'm like that's fucking funny because that is art <laughs> that is why pro wrestling is amazing I, I can't imagine as a human being something cooler than popping a crowd you know what I mean that's like that's what you live for. as an artist that's what you live for when you see people get excited about the thing that you make like, just, that's awesome that's cool but like I mean, just think about this, folks, if you're not an artist, but think about it like this. You're standing in front of a whole crowd, and they suddenly realize that you are the fucking shit. Yeah. Can you imagine what that would feel like? Yeah. I mean, at the time, you're fucking really concentrating on well, making every, sure you fall the right way and per- hit the guy in the right spot so you don't hurt each other. Every 
But it's got to be an emotional, like, high. Like, holy, that's why they keep going out and wrestling. Every wrestler says the same thing. Like, it's the greatest feeling in the world to have a crowd in the palm of your hand. Do you remember uh, Bacon Fest, which was one of our Dude, that was fun as shit. But, but, but. Do you? I, I wonder if one of the wrestlers in the ring heard the guy go, "Hit him with the German." <laughs> but I'll bet you anything if he if they did that they were like, "Fuck yeah, dude! These dude, guys are into it." I can't wait because I'm going to Kansas City to go to it again. That my cousin that I was talking about, he's going to be at a, he's going to be working a show there, and it's like their version of the big one. It's like this big event that they're throwing. Awesome! And I'm excited because indie wrestling's fucking wild, dude. Mm. It's a it's a whole different ball game than AEW and WWE. Like it's a whole different thing. And uh, and there's levels to it, and they're not clearly defined like like baseball, like minor league there's, baseball. There's a here's the thing. It's like when you're at a small comedy club. There's a lot of crowd work. There's a lot of crowd participation. Like it's it's dude, wrestling's fun as shit. And this documentary proves it. Go check it out. Seven episodes, hour piece. I binged it in like three days. <sighs> Tyler, what do you want to talk about? Um, I uh, I'm just I'm just a big fan of James Garner. He's just a hunk of a man. And Another James Garner movie, dude. Yeah, no, it's not a movie. It's a TV show. <sighs> Eight um, simple rules. Uh, he was in that. He was on that yeah. after John. Never Ritter saw passed. it. You want to know why? Various reasons. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. <clears throat> so when I'm when I'm growing up, uh, we don't have too many VHS uh, uh, movies in our home. We we have um, like we have um, mostly stuff that my my dad. And this was the only time I thought my dad was cool when he rented a VCR from the place and movies, and then we just ripped them off by hooking our VCR up. Like I was just like, my dad's cool. But that was like, you know, other than that, like he was he was kind of a normal dad. But that was when I was like, dude, he's breaking the law, man. You know, um, but you rip him off or you take him off the video. And so that we would have like copies of like Beverly Hills Cop and uh, Ghostbusters and stuff. But we didn't have any actual movies because, again, they were like 100 bucks for like first, you know, when they first came out on videos. Stupid on fucking tapes. So, but there was every once in a while they had sales, and we got this movie called Murphy's Romance, and it's a really good movie with Sally Field and James Garner, and that started my love affair of James Garner movies. He's a smooth motherfucker. He's from Oklahoma, and he's been in a ton of shit throughout the thirties or forties, fifties, sixties. He was in the military. Da da da. Walks the talk, talks the talk, walks the walk. You know, all that shit. When he's riding a horse, he did all his own stunts in the Rockford Files, which is what I'm talking about this week. The Rockford Files is a show that ran for seven years, and Rockford uh, Rockford Files follows Jim Rockford, who was in prison for a crime he didn't commit. He gets pardoned by the governor, and when, meet, when we meet him, he's already been a private detective for a while. And he's just a smooth character. He just really... Uh, the, the show, the plot oftentimes is, is secondary to just watching James Garner work the screen. Like, he's just that smooth, and he's a no-nonsense character, and he's just like, look, motherfucker, like, what, are you going to do something stupid? Like, hey, I'm ready to do something stupid. I've been doing stupid stuff all day, all right? You know, like, he's just smooth, you know? And like, you know, uh, the best action movie characters or action characters, he gets beat up sometimes, you know? He doesn't win every fight. But at the end, he's the one left standing and everything. And the funny thing is, you'll have these, like, long five-minute car chases. And they're not car chases, per se, as much as him, like, driving and, like, looking in the mirror and realizing he's being chased. And then he speeds up. And then, like, they have to chase him. And then you see, like, a bunch of really nice shots of L.A. 
Like it's not a car chase, like Ronin or something like that. You know, like it's not like that or like that. It's like two dudes driving and one of them's chasing the other one on a city street. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? For like five minutes. And the music is insane. The music is just this mishmash of 70s like porn and like fucking like kung fu fucking uh, and, and like kung fu fucking uh, soundtrack. Dude. It's just it's crazy. And he drives this badass fucking like Corvette looking thing. Um, it's just a really great show. If you have a chance to watch it, it's on Roku channel. Um, a lot of the stuff I watch is on Roku. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a really good show. If you like that kind of, you know, it's also, again, it's, it's start the, the show often starts in the middle and like, you have to, you have to figure out where it's, it's already like, you know, imagine the show, the, the original show is like two hours and they cut you in like right in the, in the middle of the, the movie. So you kind of got to follow what's going on to see what's going on in the episode. And that's kind of, that's good too, because you have to be a, a, a smart viewer. You know what I mean? You have to be like paying attention and shit. Um, Bullshit. I ain't paying attention. But he did all his dri- own driving stunts and all his own stunts, uh, physical stunts too, which is pretty good because he gets beat up a couple times. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance, The Rockford Files, great show. Um, wow. Great. Also, don't forget to hit him with the German. Hit him with the German! Suplex. I said, hey, talking wrestling, talking wrestling with James Garner. I said, hey, hey hit him with the German. German, German suplex. German, put him, German, on, put him put him on his back for three counts. One, then two, you three. win. Got him a pin. Woo-hoo. Ooh. Never notice the pin and win rhyme together. That's kind of cool. I got it. Old school. I'm terrible. I lost German it. German suplex. I'm, yeah, you I'm the, fired. You fucked the whole I'm thing fired. up. Oh, baby, lost job here with Jake and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>